say something positive while I'm testing the volume levels. Something positive like a pregnancy test? No, I'm kidding. Oh, are we pregnant? No, God, no. Oh, okay. Because you know, my my, I both of our families would probably kill us if we were pregnant. Yeah, mine wouldn't. Yours wouldn't. Oh well, I think mine would. Uh, mine would be examining our, our credit card statements and other financial uh, documents to to find out if they should be upset or not. That's likely true. <laughs> Welcome to uh, episode twenty-seven of the sixteen-bit Catholic podcast. I am Dustin Faber, and uh, my co-host James Ryan did not get a voice change. Uh, that is my wife Alicia Faber jumping in. Hello. And uh, we want to do a special thing. By the time this comes out, March Madness is going to be over with. Uh, go Michigan slash whoever wins the other basketball game. But uh, but uh, so I wanted to do a podcast. Our friends at uh, Drunk underscore Austin uh, on Twitter. That's A-U-S-T-E-N. Uh, they put together a bracket. It's a rom-com bracket. The 2008 rom-com bracket where 64 romantic movies all vying for our hearts and the number one spot on this bracket. I had a lot of fun filling this out. Did you have fun doing this? It was fun, but really hard. Oh my God, it was hard, wasn't it? It was so hard trying to choose between some of them. Everybody was yelling at them on Twitter. They're like, how could you see these movies? And they're just kind of like shrugging their shoulders. They're like, dude, it's just a fun game. Which is like, you know, how do you determine seating on that? Is it box office receipts or, you know, Rotten Tomatoes score? It's just, I don't know. I think they would probably uh, be criticized no matter what they did. Yeah, I was curious about some of them, how they decided to put some against each other. But um, I think there was not as much thought put into it as that. What yeah, like, what was your hardest uh what was the hardest choice you had to make in this thing? Like first round? Uh first round, yeah, we'll go first round and then overall. But in the first round specifically, yeah. What was the hardest thing you had to do? I think the Prince and Me versus Easy A was really hard. Mm-hmm. And Under the Tuscan Sun versus What a Girl Wants. Those two were really hard, those two pairings. What a girl! Is that the uh, that's the Amanda Bynes one, right? Amanda Bynes and Colin Firth, and uh, she's his daughter. Oh, okay. They're over in, in Jolly Britain or, or whatever. Yes. And then the Prince and Me. Which one was that again? The Prince and Me is Julia Stiles and some Danish prince who is pretending to just be a college boy in Wisconsin or Minnesota or something, and. Um, so he doesn't tell her he's a prince, and then they they kind of fall in love, and then the paparazzi catches up to them, and then she goes to Denmark, and they fall in love or something. I don't know. Um, but I've seen it like a million times, which was kind of one of my criteria. Like, do have I watched this movie more than once? And it was versus Easy A, and Easy A is Emma Stone, and she's hilarious, and um, – and that actually has Amanda Bynes in it, too, come oh, to think of it. Um, but that movie is hilarious, and it's got um, Stanley Tucci is Emma Stone's dad, and he's just so funny. <laughs> I, uh, I've i only seen half of these movies, so we were sitting there watching the trailers for a bunch of them, just also just to jog our uh, our memories on, uh, on this as well. Um, yeah, there are only a handful I hadn't seen, um, but... 
it was fun. I liked watching the trailers of the ones I didn't know. The hardest one for me, it was actually uh, Sleepless in Seattle and Fool's Rush In. This hardest just in the first round. Um but that one was kind of uh, that one was kind of tough. Uh, love that was a hard pairing too for me. Uh, the easiest one though in the first round was uh, Hitch over How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. I mean, I I enjoy How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, but Hitch was great, and it's also one of the few movies on this list through no fault of Drunk Austin that actually has like a, a person of color as the lead. And that just show, goes to show you that like Hollywood only cares about bony white people, and that's what I told James in the previous episode. It's like yeah, Hollywood I think there don't... was five or six movies on here that had a lead with a person of color um, or a supporting person of color. All right, so what was uh, I'm, I don't want to go through all sixty four teams. That just sounds like uh, we'd be here a while. And I'm doing this on my you lunch. You want to do like uh, final four? Uh, let's go your elite eight. Um, okay, eight. So uh, mine came down to uh, while you were sleeping, um, versus when Harry met Sally oh, in the wow. top corner. I didn't even have that like. Anywhere I I had uh, when Harry met Sally that didn't even make it out of the first round for me I put his girl really that. Yeah. versus his girl yeah I don't know when Harry met Sally that movie just kind of annoys me maybe I, I, I love when Harry met Sally I was just I don't know there's something about it uh, there's something <laughs> about the movie that is not uh, not that great and uh, and then uh, while you were sleeping that got out of the second round but it lost to love actually uh, because I have a soul and uh, there's something about Mary. Uh, uh, ended up meeting up with Splash in my Elite Eight in that bracket. And something oh. about Mary made it to my final four. See, I didn't I, I don't I hadn't seen Splash in a long time. The wedding date beat out the uh, beat out Splash only because I've seen the wedding date about three thousand times. It's one of my favorites. Which one yeah. was the wedding date again? Jog my memory. The wedding date is um Will and Grace, what's her name? Deborah Messing. Oh, okay. And she hires um Dylan no, not Dylan McDermott, the other one. Dermot Mulroney to be her date at her sister's wedding. And it's got Amy Adams. Oh, I remember that movie now because when I bought my PSP, uh, somebody left a video file of that movie on the memory card that came with nice. the PSP, which was like, okay. That's just so like a, such a random movie to have like floating around on your PSP 1000. But uh, there it was, and I, I probably should watch it since it actually came with my PSP since they were so nice to – Send it along with it. Uh, but I had something about Mary uh, beating Splash. What ended up winning in your final or your elite eight matchup in that in that area? On that one, uh, Harry met Sally, got to final four. All right. Uh, under it, uh, the under it, I had Roman Holiday going up against Hitch. Uh, <laughs> Roman Holiday had to get through Sleepless in Seattle and 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, but it... Uh, I think I said earlier 10 things I hate about you when I meant to say how to lose a guy in 10 days. So um, just want to clarify that. Uh, but Hitch ended up beating how to lose a guy in 10 days and Clueless and You've Got Mail in the Sweet 16. That's how it got to my uh, Elite Eight. And then Hitch goes on to face there's something about Mary in the uh, Final Four. Oh, see, I had um, You've Got Mail versus Clueless, which You've Got Mail won. Even though Clueless is one of my favorite movies, You've Got Mail is one of my favorite rom-coms. And then um, I ended up with You've Got Mail versus Sleepless in Seattle, which is like the ultimate, like, 
rom-com. Like, I don't know how those two, that's one that I didn't like. Those two ending up in the same bracket just killed me. <laughs> like, those shouldn't have been on the same, like, quarter or whatever that you call that. So is like Tom, I don't know. Is Tom Hanks like the king of rom coms then? Because there he is uh, in two separate movies, like out but of all these. But it's Tom films. Hanks with Meg Ryan. There's just some kind of magic with those. And Rob Reiner, I think, did this uh, move, the Sleepless one. I don't know who did You've Got Mail, but they're like almost like alternate universe sequels of each other. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, it's like There's so uh, many good lines. Is it like uh, like a Marvel Cinematic Universe type thing where you know those two are going to meet up together and uh, I don't know. No, it's like um, it's more like alternate reality. Like so, if in one universe Tom Hanks' wife dies, you get sleepless in Seattle. But then in one another universe, like kind of like the Rose Tyler thing. Yes. Okay. And then in the you've got mail. We've got the same character, the same people, but he's a successful businessman and she's a small uh, bookshop owner and they're both older and they're both still single. Nobody got married in that one. So it's like, I don't know. It's more like the Rose Tyler when they go to the alternate universe and um, the dad never died. Well, the thing I can't get over with you've got mail is like, this man, Mr. Fox, puts her out of business. Like, I just don't see how she, like, immediately is like, I was hoping it was you. Like, at the very end, I would be like, it's oh, F, it's you. And then she just. See, but just... no, it's not immediate. It's like this slow, like, wood. Like, it's like smoking wood, uh, smoking meat or brisket, you know? Like, it's like this slow smells good something's cooking and then the end comes out and you're like oh it was ribs all along and it's a beautiful thing it's not like oh my gosh i see that's just to me like i tom hanks is not likable in that movie like i don't the only time he's likable is when they're stuck in the elevator and he's trying to have like this heartfelt moment and then his his stupid fiance or, or girlfriend or whatever, girlfriend there whenever she like interrupts him and it's like, ah, you know, just yelling about God knows what. And you're just like, She's like when I get out of here, I'm getting my nails done or something like that. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's like way to like just not pay, not take the temperature of the room, you know, before but see, you that's just yell the point. Like he's he's living this life like this. He's a businessman and his dad's a businessman and his grandpa was the same business and the dad and the grandpa have been married a thousand times and he's just not ever been married because he never found something that was right. Mm. And he's like internally not following that path, even though externally he is. And he has this girlfriend who's like what he would expect, you know, what you would expect him to be with this girl that's similar to all the wives the the dad had, all the wives the grandpa had. And that's where, like, his life is expected to go. But internally, he's this gentle, like, the guy on the chat messages, and he's that guy. That's who he really is, the guy who takes the niece and nephew out for, you know, an afternoon of boating or the street carnival. Like, that's who he really is. Mm, I don't know. And, it just... 
And he was That's not very. That's where lucky. the beauty of the movie is. <laughs> and then poor Meg Ryan, her boyfriend is just like flirting with that that news interviewer on TV, like hardcore. Oh gosh, so funny. And he's like, "I'm flirting." I'm like, "Dude, you're just being modest right now because everybody knows you were flirting with that woman on TV." Like he knows it too. After about two seconds, he's like, "Yeah, I guess it was." <laughs> um, what's his name? I love him, and I always get his name mixed up. Gary something? No, Greg something. Greg, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. Yes, That's and I always. Always call him Gary Sinise, but he's Greg Kinnear. That's they couldn't be two more difficult or more different people. Maybe they're difficult. I don't know. It's a slip of the tongue. But you always tease me that I mix those two up. So. Okay, so put Greg Kinnear in Forrest Gump, and he's Lieutenant Dan, and then put Greg. Uh, uh, what what was the Greg Greg uh, Gary Sinise Gary, Gary Sinise Greg put him in the in the we hate or not we hate uh, you've got mail movie which is the better movie if you switch those people around. Um, I don't know. I think that's a dumb question. Greg, They're probably the same movie. Greg Kinnear could do a good <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Oh, Greg Kinnear is Forrest Gump. That would be pretty cool, actually. So, I think he could pull <laughs> so, it off. I think he's got the acting chaps. So yeah. yeah. Um, so I ended up with Sleepless versus You Got Mail. Don't say you're, you've don't, got mail one out. I know a lot um, of people will probably think that's controversial. I was I was trying to tell you to to wait to to feel the anticipation for our one and a half listeners that we have on this podcast. So uh, just pretend you didn't hear the uh, the results of that Final Four uh, matchup because I'm too lazy to go and edit this out, listener. So um, so Wait, that wasn't the final. That wasn't the winner of the Final Four. That was just the winner of the eight. Oh, excuse me. That was my final four was You've Got Mail winner. I might have to edit this out so I don't look dumber than a bag of rocks. So uh, my apologies. For fine. Just didn't, I just didn't say it the way you thought I was. No, okay. we just got – I just was thinking that that was like your big final four matchup. But had I looked at the bracket, I would know that that was not anything that could have uh, that could have happened. So uh, so you've got, you've got Mail beating Sleepless in Seattle? Yes. And that is going up against, uh, what was your? When Harry met Sally when from Harry... before. So that's my final four. Harry met Sally and you've got mail on this side of the bracket. Oh, okay. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, this, uh, I don't know, depending on you ask, this may sound ridiculous or this may sound completely normal, but in our high school drama class, uh, we got away with watching movies that had like nothing to do with anything other than oh this is an acting class or no it was speech i'm sorry not acting but oh these people talk in this movie and uh uh we are doing a speech class so hey it works right so for some reason in our speech class in high school we watched how stella got her groove back and <laughs> i freaking love that movie so much when I, I watched just, it i just need to interject so that people understand the the setting though because we're talking about the middle of rural Arkansas, small town. Would you graduate with like 150 people? 150, yes. Okay. 150 people in your graduating class. So in your speech class in this white, small town, farm country, your teacher was like, we are watching Stella got her groove back. You know she rented that, and it was due back the next day, and she forgot to watch it at home, and that's why you watched that movie in class that day. I think we had a choice of movies to watch, and for some reason we uh, all we all sided with how Stella got her groove back. I think some of the guys Doesn't in the class thought she was going to be do naked. It probably or... with the bathing suit picture on the cover, I'm guessing. Probably. 
But uh, that's got a young Donald Faison from Scrubs in it as well, and uh, that's how oh, I nice. discovered him. He's like her – I think he's her son or something. It's been it's been way too many years since I've seen that movie because it's not like a – it's not like a lighthearted rom-com, you know, like a Clueless or You've Got Mail. It just, I don't know, it seems there's like yeah. a, a heavy aspect to it. But it's a wonderful movie. And how Stella got her groove back, uh, this was the one of the first round matchups that got people annoyed with Stella got her groove back versus Princess Bride. Actually, I think that was just me who got annoyed by that. But no, how, every, people were annoyed that, like, if you didn't pick Princess Bride, people were annoyed because – Everybody supposedly loves Princess Bride, but I, I know that's in our Amazon cart. We need to watch that just so I can see my co-host James Ryan make a cameo in the special features section of the of the Blu-ray. Oh, the special feature one. I was like, is it on? Is it on streaming somewhere? I haven't no, really seen it. It's, it's not on streaming, not yet. It's one of my brother's favorite movies, um, but I don't remember seeing it. So. That's one of like everybody's favorite movies. I'm surprised. Yeah. I would not be surprised if most brackets had that winning this whole thing. James Ryan, his bracket has that winning this whole thing. But, uh, so how Stella got her groove back. It beats out Princess Bride, Must Love Dogs, and then Sweet Home Alabama in the Sweet 16 and The Proposal in the Elite Eight. Uh, and that is going up against Love and Basketball, uh, which beat Ella Enchanted, Funny Face. Uh, the Philadelphia story in the Sweet 16 and 13 going on 30 in the, uh, in the, uh, in the Elite Eight. So how Stella got her groove back versus love and basketball. Uh, cause it was a sports movie that was also a romantic movie and I've heard a it's kid, a good movie. I think great. I've seen parts of it, but it didn't, it didn't win out of even the first bracket on mine. They're playing like a, it's like the only movie I've seen that has a sensual one-on-one -on -one basketball like, uh, yeah. I'm like, wow, how did they do this? This is great. I went with Ella Enchanted because I'm a sucker for princess movies. All right. So you went Ella Enchanted. Who does Ella get to face in this final four? Uh, no, I've actually, if you stretch it out, I've got the hol the holiday um, going into final four against Under the Tuscan Sun. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. You really love Under the Tuscan Sun. I do. I've seen it a million times. And that one was really hard because I love What a Girl Wants. It's also a really good movie. But Under the Tuscan Sun, I like more, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more of a romantic. That's why I didn't vote for What a Girl Wants really as the winner because it wasn't as romantic. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, Under the Tuscan Sun versus The Holiday in my final four, and then um, The Holiday took it. The Holiday won that. Uh... Won that little side of the bracket there. And who does The Holiday get to face up in this bracket? The Holiday faces against the proposal. Ooh, the yeah. Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, they don't move the, yeah. the the camera is always not where it's supposed to be. They're like just both I getting know. out of the shower. Him and Sandra Bullock. It's like camera. What are you doing? Zoomed in on their face. Zoom out, please. Um, but uh, for mine, I've got uh, how Stella got her groove back, beating out Love Actually on the one side. And on the other side, there's something it, for the me. final four. Yes. Okay. So hold on. Which side are we on? The right side. Yes, the right side. I've got Stella. Okay. Versus so Love. I got down to the proposal versus the holiday. Mm, okay. You want to know who wins that? I'm going to guess the proposal. The holiday. Oh, the holiday. Okay. Because it has two love stories instead of just one. Why does that – why does two love stories all of a sudden make it better? Because I feel like it does. 
Oh, okay. I just didn't know if that would make it too hard to concentrate on the one. No, because it's the way the stories are intertwined. um, It carries you along and you care for all of the characters deeply. But then not only is there um, love relationships, but there's also there a strong friendship forms as well. Oh, I see. Okay. So I thought that not only was it um, a very good, like, love story, like, romantic movie, but it also kind of carried on that uh, friendship side, too, that really brought it along well. And I thought that the proposal, while it is a great love story and a one, and it's very funny, um, I thought the, the holiday had a little more meat to it. Okay. So who does the holiday face in the championship round again? Harry met Sally. I oh. didn't tell you that before because you didn't want me to. Well, oh yeah, that's right. We we have a little snafu with that. So, uh, so when Harry met Sally, how'd that get to your championship? Why did that get ahead? So when Harry met Sally was versus You've Got Mail. So that was like really really hard because they're both Meg Ryan again. Mm-hmm. Um. So when Harry met Sally versus You've Got Mail because. Harry Met Sally took a really long time for their love to, like, get there. You uh-huh. know, they were friends. There was a little struggle. There was some, you know, life got in the way. They were apart. They were friends. They weren't. They were all this lovely stuff. Um, and then it's just the when he realizes he loves her, it's just so beautiful. Oh, and um, That is a beautiful speech. I've seen that part. Uh, so for me, that one, it was a really, really tough call for, uh, Harry Met Sally versus You Got Mail. Because if you asked me which one I'd want to watch, like right now, I'd watch You've Got Mail. It's just an easier movie to watch. Mm, But when Harry Met Sally is just the better, like overall, like rom-com movie. I see. I see. So yeah, so I ended up with, when, uh, when Harry Met Sally versus The Holiday. I went with, uh, there's something about Mary going over Hitch on the left side of my bracket because there's something about Mary is just a funnier movie in my opinion. Uh, and Hitch was great. Like, I like Will Smith in that movie, but I really like Ben Stiller in There's Something About Mary. Just a scene where he gets in the fight with the dog, like that seals it for me, uh, on that one. <laughs> Uh, but I've got that on one side, and uh, on the other side, how Stella got her groove back, beating out uh, Love and Basketball. So there's something about Mary versus Stella, and my championship on that. Let me guess your winner, Stella. No, it's something about Mary. Oh, it's like one of like the like the first R-rated comedies I guess I saw as a kid, and so that kind of I guess put it ahead. I was like 15 years old when that movie came out. I think it's 98 or 99 is when that came out. Uh, but I don't know. There's something about Mary. There's something about movie. And it's got Brett Favre making a great cameo toward the end of the that movie. That is a good that, – that is a nice little uh, extra there. That, Brett Favre, that, what are you doing here? I'm in the town to play the Niners, dumbass. Like I love that part. Like, uh, And that just also movie just kind of warned me uh, as, a, as a small like a teenage boy like, hey – don't treat women the way these creepy guys treat women just because you like them and they like you doesn't give you like an excuse to be an ass. So well, it's good uh, that you learned that lesson rather than 
the opposite of like this is don't the way use you... that for hair gel like don't don't do that is that the no that's no. not what i meant i meant <laughs> that it's okay to treat women that way oh yes no no those guys were all all tools and you learn that at the end of the movie after the raunchy movie with ben stiller you learn that men are tools and men are jerks men treat women terribly don't be like them so um but yeah and i love uh i love the uh I, I've, I haven't gone back to watch it, so I don't know, like, how offensive it might be because Cameron Diaz's character has, like, the uh, mentally handicapped little brother. So I don't know how oh, good yeah, I that bet that treatment. doesn't hold up too well. Uh, but the way that Ben Stiller kind of bonds with him toward the end of the movie, uh, I always thought that was kind of sweet. But I'm afraid to watch that movie now because I'm afraid of how problematic that part might be. But, uh <laughs> So what is your your championship round? I'm going to guess uh, When Harry Met Sally uh, takes the title. It does take the title. Yes. Um, I know you so well. It's like we're married or something. You'd think, you think we spend every waking hour together. Um, <laughs> so When Harry Met Sally won ultimately as the best rom-com, but I wouldn't necessarily say it would have won as my favorite movie because it wasn't really voting in this as like, my favorite movie so much as like what had the weight to be the best rom-com. I see. So if it was somewhere else in the bracket, it might not have made it to the finals depending on where it would have sat. Cause that's how I I felt on some stuff too. Maybe like if it was probably if Harry met Sally was up in an early bracket versus like something like sleepless in Seattle or, um, you know, the proposal even like, I don't know. It might not have made it like if that was the first round, fight then that might not have gotten that far but it definitely carries weight as a really good rom-com and a good story and even though it's already like 25 years old i think it still could hold up um there's some really good scenes and some amazing writing in there and so it does i mean it is really one of the best rom-coms i think i see well that uh, that makes sense there so yeah uh well unfortunately our time has come to an end but where can, that was a quick one where can people uh where can people find you at on the uh twitters i am on twitter and instagram and i think facebook also as at alleywait it's a l l i w a i t And as customary, whoever is my guest, I always retweet the last original thought uh, that they had. And you tweeted to Lino about the little arrow uh, next to the gas gauge, which, by the way. Yeah, did you know your gas gauge? There's a little arrow next to the little gas icon, and that arrow points in the direction of which side of the car your gas tank is on. So there's a little tidbit. Yep, I learned that also from Lino Rulli's, uh show on the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM 129, uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. Central, uh, every weekday. So go listen to Lino. He's why we got married. So that's Aww. a story we'll, we'll tell another time. I am at 16-Bit Catholic. You can find me on Twitter uh, talking about video games and going back to confession for the first time in 19 months. It was great. Everybody should go back to confession every day if they can. So, um, but, and you can also find our friend, uh, drunk Austin at drunk underscore Austin on Twitter, and you can download a bracket and you can play along. Perhaps you fill out this bracket and uh leap year or my big fat Greek wedding are your favorite, uh, are your favorite romantic comedies. The choice is yours. Just be prepared to be ridiculed if you make the wrong decision. 
So, <laughs> anyways, uh, I am Dustin Faber uh, for my wife Alicia Faber. Everybody, have a great night, and thank you so much for listening. <laughs>